Rebag is a luxury resale marketplace. They have a curated collection of investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry. Each piece is carefully vetted and verified by experts. You can buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Hermes, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. That's Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. 911 emergency. Search goes on in San Francisco for the man known as the Zodiac Killer. In New York, the search continues for the 44 caliber killer. See if you can explain to me why I would want to be a Scientologist. Betches Media presents. Tell me we have a lead. Stone Cold, no. It was literally like the Hunger Games. Not another true crime podcast. What can I say? Tough titties. It's all fun and games until someone gets hurt. Hey guys, welcome back to Not Another True Crime Podcast. I'm your co-host, Sarah Levine, here with my two amazing other co-hosts who are just going to ad-lib whatever order they decide to introduce themselves in. Welcome for us. Hey, it's Danny. What's up, everybody? <laughs> How are we feeling? I'm like Cher now, just hey, know it's- my name. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's Danny. <laughs> Danny Cher. It's Casey coming to you live with a, a fake tooth that makes me feel like I'm wearing a retainer, so Ooh, check me what's, out. What's the story got there? The flipper you get in. Punched in the face? <laughs> no, it's my tooth. You know how I get my tooth removed. Yeah, emotionally, I've been I, Yeah, punched, I was just but, hoping uh, you'd tell it for the podcast. <laughs> I have a, a fake tooth now. <laughs> wow. Oh, it just, it just, it had to be yanked, but I do feel like I have like a, a retainer. Like I have to do that thing now with my lips where whenever I smile and I put them back, I have to like over put my lips over the tooth. Like I'm wearing a retainer <laughs> and I never had a retainer. I always just used to put like gum on my teeth and pretend. So I this feels like, you missing I feel anything. like I'm 12. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> did you have a retainer? Oh, I sure did. I had braces the whole nine. I never did the palate expander, but I definitely had Girl. That sounds like a weird thing to search. I don't know what a palate expander is. Oh my God, my brother. I think it's like if your teeth are too close together that they can't like put braces on them. They literally put this contraption in your mouth and you turn this key on the roof of your mouth and it literally like expands your you know, teeth as is implied by the name. And it's like apparently really painful, obviously. That, that is from the movie like Salt. In, like I saw that in Salt. Or like in Little Lovely. Shop of Horrors. Remember when he's like, yeah. ah, she's like, ah. I mean, kind of. Now I understand it. Like I needed that reference and I'm not even joking. <laughs> yeah. Oh so my this God. This is if, a dentist if, podcast if, now. Oh God. I mean, it very or well could be. I could speak for hours, but if you haven't seen Little Shop of Horrors and that is your homework for this evening. Oh my God. Yes. Yes. Um, but it's also actually very fitting that Danny um, introduced himself as Cher because this is going to be a fun, musical-inspired episode. Um, I had this idea, and I was like, wait, this is literally our brand. It's yeah. going to be a fun, it's amazing. It's going to be a fun little mashup with, I'm assuming, plenty of musical interludes. So get ready, get your wine. It's going to be fun. Um, it's going to be fun. This is like an off-Broadway show right now. Low-key. Yeah. Low-key. That's what the episode title will be. <laughs> yeah this, this is one that like because i know we, we we had like thrown around the we had thrown around kind of like one of these stories for a while and i'm so glad that we're finally 
doing it. Yes, this is not another true crime podcast, the musical. This is truly oh, that. Person. That is it. Um, both of them just raised their hands in unison. I wish you guys could see what the fuck yes. is happening on this Zoom call right now. I'm, I'm <laughs> and Danny different. is doing vocal warm-ups. Oh, and also, <laughs> I have like I have to be. go to a different room in my apartment because one of my roommates had a meeting, and I was like, I know I will be singing. I will I will go farther away from you. <laughs> this is going to be yeah. This is going to be a new music Friday. Excellent. So, okay, without further ado, this episode, we're going to basically be talking about three conspiracy theories about music artists. So we've had a lot of you guys post about this in the group, not another true yeah, crime group. Yeah. Some of some of these you posted about, um, others not, but it doesn't matter. I think it's going to be super fun. Um, so I think the first conspiracy that we'll briefly talk about because there's not a lot to it is that Katy Perry is John Benet Ramsey. Which, <laughs> and this was based on photos, and that's kind of and not photos of yeah, yeah. Katy growing up or anything, just photos of them side by side. It's no. very much like now, a, yeah, now, yeah, like present day Katy. People are like, well, they look the same. So she I mean, that's eyes. good enough for me. It's good enough for me to be like, you know what? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. I had to, I researched this for like a very deep cut of an old episode. Um, and essentially all it amounted to was that they look kind of the same and they have similar eyebrow shapes. Okay. You know, despite the fact that John Benet Ramsey's body was very much found. But sure. Right. Sure. And also, I hate yeah. to break it to anybody, Katy Perry almost 100% get her eyebrows done and shaped by a professional. She's not yeah. waking yeah. up in Vegas with those eyes. Yeah. Well, maybe yeah. maybe John Benet Ramsey did too. She was a pageant, a little pageant girl after pageant all. Pageant. But, but we, yeah, we had to that. touch on that one from the beginning. Uh, and it is fitting also because Katy Perry's album is out today. Her new album, guys, it's good. Check it out. And she just had a baby. She's killing it. She's and she said it. And she's also another conspiracy. Uh, she's fought her for another conspiracy because QAnon thinks Ugh. that she oh. is a devil worshiper. And that's mm -hmm. like, you know, they think that she's like sold all this stuff. Because apparently she used to do like Christian rock. And then someone's yeah, like, yeah. I'll make you famous. And, and, and apparently she sold their soul to the devil. And then there's like a lot of different like, you know, obviously they'll watch a video where they're like, see lollipops, the devil likes lollipops. And it's like, okay, none of this makes sense. But well, I mean, that sure. works. I mean, of course so, the devil likes lollipops. They're great. Yeah. And I mean, like it did work for the nuns Delicious. that didn't let her buy that house. Do you remember that? When like the nuns were like, Katy Perry cannot own. Wait, no. <laughs> Do you not remember that? She got no. like was a whole lawsuit where she was going to buy this property that I think used to be a convent. And the nuns were like, we are not allowing Katy Perry to own this. Because they thought, That's like, she was, like, hilarious. too provocative and stuff like that. I'm like, girl, what? Also, like, she would decorate it so, it'd be so fun. Orlando Bloom and her would have the time of their life in it. But I'm sure she has a lot of nice homes, so she's not losing any sleep on it. Yeah, I'm sure I, I she's would... like, I'll find another convent. Yeah, I, I think she would, I, I would love to visit Katy Perry's convent. But I also feel like mm -hmm. you know you've made it when QAnon invents conspiracies about you. <laughs> that is true. Yes. So maybe oh, by the way, I, I was just about to say, like, a lot of people have asked us and we had kind of already made a hard, a hard, we had already kind of given it a hard pass just because I think it's too crazy. I don't want to give attention to it. Also, like, I do hear, like, they, they come after you. Like, somebody was saying that they did an episode about it and they were like, you know, 
commenting yeah. on and all this stuff. So, so it's, it's something that like we obviously like mentioned on the podcast, but I don't know if we'll ever do a deep dive just because it's like, it's just, it's really political and it's really just like, I just, I really think those, that it's just a little too out there. That is and water. I don't want to swim. Yeah. They believe, they believe it a little too much and I don't want to like, yeah. But if you do want to talk shit about QAnon, feel free to DM me or you can DM me. <laughs> yeah. And ATC Bob. Oh, we'll no. Talk shit in the DMs. Yeah. We or love that. I but I, I, yeah. I, honestly, yeah, ask so me about well, anything I, in the DMs and I'll talk shit I, about it. I, like, I, truly, just DM <laughs> me someone's name and I'll be like, well, here's the deal. So it's that's just about each other because we all check. All right. As far as conspiracy theories go, let's start with the first one, um, the f- which I feel like a lot of people have posted about in the group. Basically, it's that Avril Lavigne is this girl named Melissa Vandella, hopefully with two L's. I, I mean, it doesn't really matter how it's pronounced. It's a fake name. Um, but someone, <laughs> someone came at us for someone's name pronunciation, and I was like, yes, completely fair. Also, we fuck that up all the time. So I, don't, I don't know how to say words. <laughs> Yeah, Danny can't even say discombobulated. So, like, you're holding us to two. Whose name did they come? I don't know. Um, Whose name did they come from? One of the Manson girls, Linda. I forgot. I think we mispronounced her last name. Caspian. Yeah, but they were saying, they were saying that it's it wasn't that. I don't really know. Okay. Well, Linda's in jail, so uh, I don't give a shit. <laughs> right. Yeah, I know. Right that's like to the least Wikipedia, of Linda's charges is our like slandering of her name. Exactly. Her yeah. last and, name. Not right to Wikipedia. Go, go tell Google. Go tell Google you found another Ask name. Jeeves, yeah. Right. So, okay, this theory about Avril Lavigne has existed as far back as 2005. It may have started on a Brazilian fan page, but I think it kind of makes the rounds every, like, few years, and you'll yeah. see memes about it every so often. Right? Oh, without a doubt. I also feel like I want all of my conspiracies to start on Brazilian fan pages. I feel like that's yeah. where I want to be on them more. I know it's it's like every, it used to be, maybe it's dwindled down a little bit, but I feel like from like 20, like there was a few years in the early, like, like aughts, we'll call them that. I was like, this was the only theory. Everyone was like, Avril's not here anymore. Yes. Yeah. But I so- think it's interesting that it started on a Brazilian page because it, there was that thing a, a bunch of years ago, remember, um, Danny, you and I talked about this, but where she did this really weird meet and greet with fans where she refused to like stand near them. Like she stood like feet away. That was in Brazil. Oh, like, she, she did this concert. And it was this whole thing. Cause I think that's when Hillary Duff came after her and was like, you could be a little nicer to your, yeah. to your fans or whatever. Hey. And she's just like, she has like a no touching rule. So all these bizarre the meet game. and greet pictures came out. Yeah. All these bizarre meet and greet pictures came in where like Avril was like, mm. they were like on opposite ends of the box, but that was, that was in Brazil. That's true. So maybe they wow. were just pissed and they're like, you're dead. You're dead. Interesting. Dead. That kind of explains it. Well, right. so here's the theory. The theory is that, like, basically, okay, we know Avril Lavigne signed a, a record deal with L.A. Reid when she was just 17. She skyrocketed to fame. We had Complicated. We had Skater Oof. Boy. Talk like, about. We were all here. It was amazing. Rain falling down, tears flowing for <laughs> no reason because, like, someone didn't pass your notebook in, like, geometry. And you're just listening, mm-hmm. like, why'd you have to go and make things so complicated? Like, it really, it really puts you back. We were all, um, we all bought ties and we oh. had like eyeliner down to our cheekbones. 
It's when my love of Canada started. I was like, are, is everyone in Canada Avril Lavigne? I hope so. I mean, like, I, that's my dream world. I feel like Avril Lavigne is, like, way too angsty for the rest of Canada. You know what? Poutine with Lavigne. That is, that, <laughs> that is the new... That that's is going to be my cooking adventure. show. I'm producing it. Okay, I have calls to make after this, so Great. let's get to it. <laughs> Great. So, okay, the theory is basically just, um, well essentially that she was struggling with fame and decided to use a body double um, to apparently deal with like the less than favorable parts of being famous. Um, I mean, which makes sense because every time she was photographed, she just had like a hoodie on with just like hair coming. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. whenever she was photographed, her face was always kind of She's punk. She's punk as fuck. Right. But that could also just Mm -hmm. be her vibe as Danny kind of implied there because there was an interview that one time she was like it's more hardcore not to say you're hardcore if you know that what interview i'm talking about everyone's screaming right now it's her just like i'm punk don't talk to me like that's very much right yeah now. but then she didn't know how to pronounce david bowie at some like award show do you guys remember I'm, that yes <laughs> what did she say david bowie what an idiot what a, it's like what a canadian, canadian idiot girl I can't blame anyone for processing it. <laughs> That's your I'm brand. not even going to try it. I know, I know, but I'm not like Charles Manson's girls are my brand at the very least, you know? That's true. I right. don't know if David Bowie was Avril's brand though. <laughs> I mean, in the same industry, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, he was iconic and anyways. All right, so one of the theories, there's, there's kind of a lot of conspiracy theories about like how this body double kind of came to be. One of them is that after Let Go, came out, her grandfather died, and she fell into a deep depression and um, died by suicide. Or another theory is that she died in a skiing accident or was killed by her label. In any case, the theory is that she died somehow. Her body double, Melissa, just took over because the record label didn't want to miss out on those sweet, Mm -hmm. sweet sales. And allegedly this death occurred sometime after Let Go was released in 2002, but before Under My Skin came out in 2004. I'm so that's a theory. That, Could you I mean, imagine a record label just being like, ugh, Skater Boy was just too good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, though. <laughs> and Girlfriend? Weekend at Bernie's Art. Hey, hey, you, you. I mean, that. Hey, hey, you, you. That's part of the evidence. So there, there's some evidence. I mean, with any of these, you can kind of Google it and people will like Microsoft paint circles around the person's eyebrows and be like, look. But so apparently there are these like blemishes on her face that are constant throughout the years. That conspiracy theorists are like, you should not have a pimple for four years. All right, well, um, talk to my adult acne. Yeah, I'm like, conspiracy me then. I'm like... Yeah, yeah. Then I also have a body double. Yeah. Um, also, the shape of her nose is supposedly different, which is totally a body double and not plastic surgery. Um, <laughs> and apparently her voice and autograph are different. Um, some conspiracy theorists say that her voice has been increasingly out of tune <laughs> since 2003, which, sick burn. Ooh, way harsh tie. Wow. Yes. I know. Rude for the fact that it's really her. I like, (laughs) these are people just bullying Avril Lavigne now, I think. They're like, her nose is weird. She has pimples and she doesn't sing well. (laughs) She married a guy from Nickelback. She deserves everything. True. There 
Also, they also think that the title under my skin is a clue. Um, and also, apparently, like her whole vibe changed after this. Um, I remember mm. there was like this she big grew uproar. Up. Yeah. Right, right. Her whole vibe changed from like punk to like, then she became super girly and preppy and not like, you know, the eyeliner and the tie. But that's what everyone did. Loved. We went from scene to like indie. Like, yeah. Okay. I mean, Alice Cooper started like selling golf clubs. Yeah. <laughs> Honey, <laughs> calling paying mean? a mortgage. Yeah. Yeah. Also, yeah. I mean, she also promoted this like slim secret bar, which real fans say she would never do. Um, and there's a couple like lyrics that fans think point to the fact that she is actually Melissa, which is, um, there's a lyric in a song called Slipped Away that says the day you slipped away was the day I found it won't be the same, which could apply to anything. I also like that, like, okay, so her grandfather just died. Maybe she's writing about that or just like a breakup. No, it's about her body double. Right. But here's the big one is that she, um, there's this promo shoot that you can find that she has Melissa written on her hand. Hmm. Like very obviously. And it's not like, this isn't, it's not like, Oh, if you make out the letter, it's like, no, it clearly says Melissa. Hmm. Um, that's never really been explained. Huh. Um, and then as we kind of talked about when, when Avril came out with hello kitty in 2013, when it was like a huge mess and like not her style girlfriend was also, I'll say it terrible. What? Terrible. So bad. Oh, wait. No. <laughs> that that music video. Wait, the one the we were just singing? Yes. The banger so that bad. we were bobbing our heads to? The, the song I'm petitioning to be the national anthem? Like, <laughs> Guys, that, that, this is my wedding song? Is that, that song is good. Wait, but like when she's like, you're so fine, I want you, mine, you're so delicious. Like that oh is... <laughs> People talk about poetry. I'm like, honey, there is our poet laureate. <laughs> Do you know what? You know what? That song, though, I can see in 2013, it might have been a little past the point, but, like, I can hear that song in, like, an American Pie movie. Like, had that song come out in, like, 2004 or something like that, like, it would have been an every teen movie. Wait, Girlfriend did come out ever. around. Or, like, or Girlfriend was upset. I, I think Girlfriend Hello was, Hello Kitty like, was 2013. I don't think Girlfriend was 2004 because... Oh, wait, I remember this. Girlfriend was 2007 because it was when I was still playing lacrosse because I made everyone on the team do a dance to Girlfriend. Again, I was not bullied. That checks out. That checks out. That I checks literally, out. Was, we okay. were out of practice so, and I, I love loved that. the song so much. And I was like, guys, we need to do like a dance. We never won a game, but we had fun. I still I feel like maybe that was like a few years too late. Definitely. But like Girlfriend, like it's a total teen movie bop. Oh, it's like very John Tucker must die-ish. Yeah. It actually, I wonder if it was... <laughs> Yeah, that was an iconic movie. Wait, but then also she has a good song after that. Like, what the hell? I love that song. I can get behind that one. Like, oof. And then Head Above Water. I mean, like, her last album was very religious, but like, yeah, I cry to it. She had to go back to her roots. Literally dyeing her hair. Like, she's done with the pink. (laughs) There we go. Um, Avril has spoken out about the conspiracy. She called it a dumb internet rumor and said it caught on because people are just bored and need something to talk about. It's funny because I yeah. feel like now so? Avril, yeah. yeah. I feel like now Avril's like, does anyone want to talk about me? Like, what about this Melissa sitch? And everyone's like, yeah. who are She's you? She's gonna go like put <laughs> Melissa on her forehead now because she needs some press. She changes like her Instagram handle and she's like, what? Yeah. Although low key, like if say if I, if this was a rumor about me, I would so play into it. 
Oh, how yeah. much and you'll fun see... would it be to fuck with people to be like, oh, hey, it's me, Mal- Avril. <laughs> well, I think you'll see in one of our later conspiracies that one of the um, artists totally did play into the conspiracy. And in I my do, opinion, anyway. Yeah, I do also yeah. feel like no one brings up that uh, Avril has like been married to some forty-one and Nickelback, like people from some forty-one and Nickelback. Like she's also my conspiracy Royalty. is she has bad taste in men. <laughs> I mean, I was gonna yeah. say she's I mean, like talk about early two thousands music royalty, kind of. Oh, she's. I think she was like she like to this day was one of the most successful like debut pop gals out there. Yeah, she also has. Oh my yeah. god! And remember her song um, "Raise Your Glass"? Was that her? Raise your glass. Oh no, she was sampled in that Rihanna song. Cheers to the freaking Which weekend. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, raise your glass. Our producer said oh, no. that was pink. Yeah, raise your Wait. glass was pink. I'm Don't now raise like... your glass if you are a. Oh, drink to that. <laughs> oh, I'll drink to that. What, yeah. What's that? Cheers one? to the freaking weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they covered it in Smash. One. Wait, Casey, you know that from Smash. It's, Which it's one? When, it's when they're walking. It's when I like, now this is a Smash podcast. It's when Catherine McPhee and Megan Hilty are walking in the Times Square and they're like, cheers mm-hmm. to the freaking weekend. Oh, yeah. They do the whole day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. When they That's Rihanna friends. sampling Avril Lavigne. Okay. So if Rihanna samples Avril, that I feel like. If Rihanna samples you, you are royalty. I, I mean, frankly have no idea what <laughs> any of that was about. <laughs> I've also had like 88 bottles of wine this week, so like I have no clue what's going on. So like, I'm in it. I love it. I truly, I, Danny, that checks out. I truly love that whenever I click on your story or look at a post, it's just doesn't matter what time of day you have a glass of wine. Oh, honey, yeah. You're doing like vent events with wine. <laughs> oh my God, that's like me drinking a bottle of wine. I'm just being like, I want to bitch about everything. And I'm like, how can I justify it? Oh. <laughs> oh Here God. we are. It's August. Um, August so, like a bottle of wine. I know. So, okay, let's go. Final thoughts. Do we think Avril is Melissa? Melissa is Avril Finkel is Einhorn. What do we think? I do not. <laughs> No way. No. I think it's She's fun, alive but... and well. No, she's fine. She is very yes. alive and well. But this next one, I'm a little, I'm a little, 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 here it is, you guys, that Lady Gaga killed a woman named Lena Morgana and stole her essence. Gaga, Ghana, Gaga, Ghana, I'm just saying. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Listen, who uses that many Gs? Um, <laughs> you know, not us. It's not not us, Fortune, for sure. yeah. Um, barely any Gs in that show either. But essentially, this is a theory that in the late 2000s, Lena Morgana was an up-and-coming like singer-songwriter with a deal with Sony Music. Um, 2007, she meets Lady Gaga, who essentially was like a nobody. This was she was Stephanie. She had brown hair. She was on MTV shows. Um, <laughs> she was on Boiling Points. Produced, yeah, truly, yeah, she was on Boiling Points. So she was she was doing nothing <laughs> at the time. She met. Lady Gaga, who was a nobody at the time, through Rob Fusari, who was a producer. He's the guy that introduced them. Supposedly, he wanted Gaga to like co-write some songs for Lena's album. So apparently, Gaga had, like thrown her her name was around, being yeah, being you know a songwriter. Um, Gaga 
apparently became very influenced by Lena's sound. Mm. Um, and in 2008, Gaga released The Fame, which was a huge success. I mean, uh, life-changing. Lena, what? Uh, I mean, life-changing. I mean, that, yeah, when yeah. that, this that was a really... in a year, from a nobody... Yeah, this when is just a very dance, short... The first time you heard Just Dance, <laughs> you were just dancing. You were dancing. Oh, honey. If you go back and watch old Hills episodes, like in one of their like hot Hollywood ones, Gaga is like performing. Like it was like before she was like about to be like, yeah. The Hills really broke a lot of celebrities. If you go back and watch it, you'll see like the young Hollywood, you'll see like a bunch of people that are like A-listers now when they were just like young. Oh, okay. um, it, it's pretty fun. But essentially Gaga released the fame in 2008, which was a year after she meets Lena and Lena, uh, Subsequently, is that a word? Mm -hmm. Subsequently. I'll say um, it. I don't know if never... it's a real word. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in Jersey we use it. Um, yeah. <laughs> Lena subsequently never became a household name and tragically jumped off a building of a Staten Island hotel. Okay, this is the scene that we're setting. Is essentially the two yeah. meet. Gaga skyrockets to fame. Lena does not and doesn't do very well. Um, right, and that is all true. Tragically. Yes, that's true. This is the backstory for what the conspiracy is rooted in. That's just kind of like the bones. So here's the reasons why people are a little bit sketched out with this whole thing. They look super similar. If you Google Lena Morgana, you're like, I've seen this face before. It looks very, very similar <laughs> yeah. to what we know as a Gaga. Lena's family has spoken out and said that Gaga took inspiration from Lena from hairstyles to music video shots. Like basically, like we said, like, took this woman's essence like everything that this lady was trying to be gaga took it just did it better became more famous her oh, mother told the new york to post say, that every other word oh, what i was gonna say i do have to say they do look similar but also like you guys just aren't used to famous people having big noses like i'll <laughs> fucking say it <laughs> yeah it's that like, is true you gotta you gotta that's it no Normalize, normalize the schnoz, you guys. Normalize yes. the schnoz. Barbara. Um, Google Barbara, babies. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, Lena's mother told the New York Post that every other word that Gaga says is from Lena, and she accused Gaga of acting like she experienced the same tough childhood as Morgana. Well, it is so, kind of funny because I do think there's something there because Gaga grew up in like New Jersey, like. Went to a high school and stuff like that, but like did some New York. She went to LaGuardia, time. right? Didn't she yeah. go to the Fame High School? Yeah, and then she was like, yeah. would do all this thing, be like, no, it was like hard being an Italian artist. And I'm like, you're everyone in New York and New Jersey is Italian. Cut to like, I mean, I love so much. Like, yeah. and I do kind of see like Gaga clings on things for stuff like that when she's like, I wrote a whole album and have a whole identity about an aunt I never met. It's she, I love her, but she she does like to jump for things. That was Joanne. <laughs> What? It was about yeah, the really? pain of an aunt she it never was met. Like, yeah, <laughs> no, she didn't. I think she did meet her, but she died. No, she she I, died when she was 19, the aunt. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Nope, yeah, she didn't meet her. Um, so, I mean, that back, <laughs> backs up everything. She accused, Lena Morgana's mom also accused Gaga of stealing Lena's fashion style, performance technique, and dramatic stagecraft. Because obviously Gaga came out with a fucking agenda like she was like mm. i'm making choices here that are different um which you know seem very seem very original but maybe you not. know maybe they're not um according to forbes 
Lena's ex-manager said Gaga did write some of Lena's songs um, and that they actually recorded 12 songs together that were not released. So we do have confirmation that the two did work together. So there is a world in which Gaga could have got some inspiration from Lena. Mm -hmm. But basically, Gaga took this dark persona that the family thinks that she took, that she stole from Lena again, because she came out and was kind of like the anti, like she was pop, but she wasn't like weird pop. Yeah. Yeah. She was like, she, yeah, she was definitely dark, like um, cult classic pop, yeah. you know. Um, the family also kind of. This is a big, this is a big accusation, but the family doesn't believe that Lena committed suicide, which is a huge thing to say. Mm -hmm. um, they have reasons for that. The video for paparazzi has a newspaper with a headline that says Lady No More Gaga, which people think is supposed to sound like Lena Morgana. Lady No More Gaga, Lena Morgana. I mean, it's a stretch, mm -hmm. but I can understand why. That sounds similar. Why they're doing it, yeah. Yeah, you write it, you yeah. read it, and it's us, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Anything with a G, you know, we're using a lot of G's in this in this app. Um, but in the video, Gaga gets pushed off a balcony, and supposedly mm -hmm. it's a clue to how she pushed Lena off of a roof. So, I mean, this is a big, a big jump, but also, like, if you're trying not to get people to think that you stole this girl's persona, maybe don't reenact her death. But it's funny. I'm on the flip side. If you if she did do it, why would she why would she do a video about it? Yeah, it's very like OJ to be like, yeah. if I did, if it, I did it, here's how I would have done it. And I just uh, don't yeah. think that's Gaga. Yeah, yeah, but it is like I can see how people would put it together to be like, oh, yeah, she totally. jumped, and then there's yeah. this. Um, when performing paparazzi at the 2009 VMAs, Gaga depicted her own suicide. Okay. I mean, but I also, again, that like, that is... Was allowed to air. Oh, well, no, also, that was the best yeah. music. That was the best performance of all time. I still... I, re I watch that video once a week, and I'm not even joking. Wow. It's so good. Right. And it's like, ugh. everyone, if you haven't watched it, you need to go watch it now. It's like Gaga doing paparazzi and Madonna doing Vogue in, like, the 90s. I'll perform and they're like the best performances. So and I don't think, I mean like that was Gaga just kind of being like crazy. And I do kind of feel like it's the whole thing with like the fame monster. So fame killed her, not her. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's just me as a Gaga head, a little monster, if you will. <laughs> I love it. Um, I kind of think that I don't really buy it um, because number one, like if Lady Gaga murdered someone, I don't think she'd really be out here dropping hints. The other thing is that if you listen to Lena Morgana's music, like, as you kind of said, Gaga is, like, dark, but she's dark for pop. Like, I listen to a few Lena Morgana songs. Dark. They are just straight up dark. Like, really? she's more rock-influenced, I kind of felt. And, like, I, I can see Lady Gaga being like, oh, this is a good idea for me to be, like, a little bit edgy. But, like, but this woman's music was just actually dark. Very, like... It was more like Pretty Reckless, Taylor Momsen. <laughs> I don't know, but I'll agree with you. Also, my favorite thing too with this is that's like, I feel like people don't understand like, yeah, that is like any business. It's someone is doing something and someone else is like, oh, I can take, I'm going to take that and do it better and make money. Yeah, I mean, I 100% think that Lady Gaga was influenced by Lena, but I mean, and maybe I'm just being idealistic, but I think they could have both existed 
in the music right. industry at the same time. Right. Exactly. That's, and I mean, it's, yeah. And I feel like it's one of those things, it's like if you're working with the same like producers and everything like that, everything's going to inherently sound a little similar. That's how like every pop song sounds the same for the most part, because they're all from the same person, so. I mean, it's like kind of like, you know, what um, at the end of ha uh, Hamilton, when uh, Aaron Burr says the world was wide enough for both Hamilton and me. Oh, I will say though, this one has a little more legs than I will Like I could see why people yes. this, and especially with like the parents kind of talking about it too and stuff like that. You're kind of like, okay, what is, there's some juiciness there. Yeah, I, I agree. This one's a little bit, there's more to it than like, oh, she wrote Melissa on her hand one time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This one's got this one's got some legs. But here's here's a big thing also, just to in case anybody is like now Googling Lady Gaga murder. She was in LA, apparently, at the time of Lena's death. So that kind of takes away a big thing. But like I just I feel bad for Lena's family that like has this idea in their head that like this possibly might have like happened to their daughter. You know what I mean? Like that's just yeah. gotta be like a very uncomfortable thing to think about. I mean, clearly Lady Gaga didn't kill anyone, but it, but if she uh, you know, she got famous and if her getting famous like somehow her the daughter was like, you know, struggling with something and 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 led play any kind of factor, whether it was like on purpose or not on purpose. It's still like just kind of shitty to see someone become like a multi-million millionaire and to think like, oh, my daughter could have had this career, you know? And they just like see her daughter and their daughter in her too, which is hard. Uh, and my counterpoint was maybe Lady Gaga was in LA, but where was Stephanie Germanata? Ooh. We've Didn't never seen Stephanie Germanata and Wild. Lady Gaga in the same room. Do you remember there was like that Facebook page that went around for a while that's like Stephanie Germanata's a bitch and no one should like her and she'll never or be famous. Or like you will never be famous. Yeah. Cut to Yeah. It. And those people must be hitting her up now like, hey girl. Hi. They're like Wait, you mean when out. she was like in high school or in college? Uh, like they made a Facebook college, page yeah. about her? And it was yeah. her with long brunette hair, everything like that. Yeah. That's rude. I know. Well, I knew someone who went to camp with her performance camp and apparently she was like everyone was like oh my god this girl's not talented like what is she doing but like i don't think she's gonna make it so it was kind of a thing no one really thought that she like had it i guess how did they think like... that because her voice is so objectively good oh good. she's feel... so good and she plays and she dance like she's so talented i feel like it was just them being jealous or them just kind of being like do you remember because like in high school if you were brunette you weren't the lead in the play and that just kind of was it you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> These people didn't know a hair dye existed. Like yeah, that's no, it. You were, you were just like if you if you're brunette and can sing, and if you're but if you're blonde and can like hit one note, that's the star. So I feel like she kind of got that. So I'm glad she's doing advocacy for brunettes, even though she is now blonde. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the the freedom fighter we need is Lady Gaga <laughs> advocating for brunettes. Oh, House of Gaga. I always tried to intern that when I was in high school. I've never they never answered me back, but it's fine. <laughs> damn it! I literally was damn like, it, I damn it! I was like, I will leave high school to work for you. Just like houseofgaga at gmail.com. I don't think it was a real email address. <laughs> I'm uh, going to die. That's so funny. Danny just sending his resume into the ether. And also, <laughs> and what resume like, who is, is this? No. I think, <laughs> like, I don't know what I put. I think I just put, like, the concerts I went to of her and that I was in choir. <laughs> You're just going to say, what do you even put on a resume to be like, House of Gaga, your prayers are answered. I've 
spent two summers at McDonald's, <laughs> one summer at Starbucks. I've been to some concerts, and I love music. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do feel like, well, actually, like, I do feel like me and Gaga wouldn't get along. So I think like we both kind of missed opportunities there. Oh, you guys would be very good friends. Talk about, oh, do we also see, like, she would be drinking wine with me. Did you see her Instagram lately where she put, like, she's like, I put rosé in my bolognese, and I'm like, I don't think that works. Ew. And the bolognese <laughs> was literally just like, it was something just burning on a pan and her just taking selfies with wine. So I love that Gaga, A, runs her own social media account and is just, like, really a drunk girl from Jersey. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, I think you guys it's would have Jersey a lot to She's Jersey yeah. at heart, and it, like she loved her, and I do love Joanne's the Italian place that her dad owns. So shout out! <laughs> <laughs> I love it's that. Good. It is good. All right, so final thought. Going, thoughts. going. Is that no. one of the songs? Yeah. Oh, it's all that. Uh, <laughs> well, she has a song called Beautiful. Too. Yeah. Well, that's I not. I'll never get over that. She's like this album is really like about something hard that like I went through, my family went through, and I was like, it's a, it's sad, but I'm like, you, it's an aunt you never met. <laughs> You gotta That's draw inspiration from somewhere. She has an ant and a hat. She made an album. I can't wait for her album to be like, I ordered a Starbucks mobile order, and when I got to the Starbucks, they didn't make it. <laughs> That'll be her next chart topper. <laughs> Loki, though, I love that she did that like dive bar tour. I wish I would have caught one of them. Oh. I think hear what she's saying like outside the bitter end or something like yes. that. And I love like that's what I love. She's very like, oh well dark rock and rolling grunge you never know where she's just like in like the yeah that was when she, like, she just wore like a tank top with no bra and just was like flailing everywhere it was like, she wore like the same thing i think she was doing that for that uh what was it four foot whatever five foot the two. documentary yeah. five foot two which was so yeah. good it was so good oh yeah so but we all think lady gaga is innocent i think she was uh, inspired by lena i think her fame could have perhaps contributed to um, some of the unfortunate circumstances. I don't think that Lady Gaga is a murderer, but I I do think that like there there's some like involvement, you know, entanglements. Ooh, okay. Entanglements. We need to get Jada think, on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, can we get somebody called Jada? I do think though that Lady Gaga like. I think she always knew what she was doing for her own career. Like, I mean, you don't call yourself Lady Gaga and expect not to make it. You know? Yeah, that would be embarrassing. She gave herself a, she gave herself a star name. She, Based off of David Bowie's song. You know. Yeah. I want to say, yeah. yeah, Radio Gaga. Imagine if she never became famous and like, you know, she's working in a law firm now and people are like, remember when you were going by Lady Gaga? And she was like, we don't talk about that. She's like, yeah. sorry, the files will be in on Monday. Oh God. I, that, that, and you really have to commit when you say, I'm Lady Gaga. Yes. But that's what everyone, she always talked about, because I love when she was, like, in college, she would just start stripping while she performed at these, like, and, like, just, like, down to, like, panties and underwear, just, like, belting out, like, show tunes. And I'm like, she's just so perfect. I feel like my friend saw her at, like, Lollapalooza or, like, some Chicago festival before she was famous, and she was basically just, like, singing in, like, a bra and underwear or, like, a bikini. Like, it was a very... um informal affair <laughs> informal yeah that's like tovlo tovlo shows titties yeah and that's that's that all right so our next uh we're now going a little bit more back in time <laughs> on that note <laughs> on that note on tovlo's titties <laughs> that actually is the tovlo's we're actually renaming titties. this podcast to that i just I love it letting everybody know yeah tlt um <laughs> we're going back in time to 
honestly, when not a major moment in pop music and shaped it, we're going back to the Beatles in the 60s. So, the OG. The OG. Conspiracy theory. I yeah, think. you guys think you're, yeah, this is like very much an OG conspiracy theory for pop culture and artists. So the theory is that Paul McCartney died in a car crash on November 9th, 1966, when his car skidded on an icy road and crashed into a pole. Uh, George, and what they said after this happened was that George, Ringo, and John all replaced him with a lookalike named Billy Shears, which coincidentally sounds like Britney Spears if she was a boy. (laughs) She had a male name. (laughs) I'm just throwing that other conspiracy into the mix. (laughs) There we go. So uh, then when Paul decided to stay out of the public eye in uh, 1969, it sparked rumors and this conspiracy and it was really big on college campuses. You know, I mean, my college was really big on like demanding like who we have for spring weekend and it ended up being like Matt and Kim. I guess colleges back then were doing this. <laughs> we had probably... Matt and Kim also. They were really <laughs> Matt and Kim. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like fucking paying private college tuition was... and this is who oh. we get. Yeah. My college was really big on platform flip-flops. Okay. Yes. So your platform was platform flip-flops. There we go. That works. Love that. <laughs> yeah. Um, Shout out Long Beach State. Go <laughs> so a September 1969 issue of uh, Drake University's, no relation to the rappers, a student newspaper ran a headline, quote unquote, is Beatle Paul McCartney dead? Question mark. Uh, then Fred Labour a writer at University of Michigan's newspaper wrote a tongue-in-cheek article claiming all sorts of proof, quote-unquote, but it was a big joke. But of course, like most things, people ended up taking it very seriously. Uh, Some of the jokes that he put in there that people took seriously, i.e. that walrus is the Greek word for corpse. And then... um, It's not. not. Pizza dubs. Walrus is... Is that even a real word, walrus? Like, we all just started saying that after, like, a biology class, and I want to know where it came from. Uh, so, it, but it all started well. I was like, came from the animal, Danny. I know. Danny's like that girl on TikTok who's like, you guys, math is not real. Uh, is that me? <laughs> I, I, what's her account? I'm like, yeah, it's not. <laughs> uh, okay, because okay, they had an album called I Am the Walrus. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get into that later, song, but yeah. that was just like one of the claims made in this like joke article that got kind of blown like out of proportion. Oh, it was a song, yes. Um, so, but then it kind of, so it went from kind of being like this, like, I'm going to call it like college fodder, like sort of like things like this, um, until Life Magazine and Rolling Stone got involved, printing their own accounts, debunking the conspiracy. And now, Sarah, I know you took a class literally about this. Do you want to jump into some of the other? Okay, I didn't take a class about it, but um, in my seventh grade music class, Shouts out, Mr. Boshin. Yes, I had to text my brother to be like, what was our music teacher's name? I was about to say, how did you remember his name? I didn't. Um, But we literally spent a day learning about this conspiracy, and I have thought about it very regularly since, and that's not a lie. Um, Oh, this is your VMA paparazzi music video performance, like me. Okay. (laughs) Like, basically. And I've been like, why did I learn about this in actual school? But it It was fun. It too. Our teacher was like, probably like, whatever, I need something like dumb to teach these (laughs) middle schoolers. Um, I love it. It's fun. But so there's like some evidence that's not really evidence. Um, The first being that Paul um, did get into like motor vehicle accidents. He got into a moped accident in 1965. And also his Mini Cooper was totaled in a car crash in 67, but his friend was driving it and Paul was not in the car. 
Okay. So that's a mm. red herring. There's also these like alleged discrepancies between older and newer photos of Paul. You know, they claim his chin shape and location is off. His ears are off. His head shape and size are supposedly different. Like I like how s- they so basically. Much- have, I feel like they find photos at two different angles, and they're like, "Look." Or just two different ages. Like the Beatles were big when they were like, and then they're getting older. Like that's, right. <laughs> they're just like, his ears look different. It's like, he had like, you, how can you tell but behind the mushroom tops that they all have as a head? Yeah. Right. Um, but the Beatles also did leave a lot of clues or they were like marketing geniuses, whatever you want to believe. Um, so starting yeah. in 1966, the cover for Yesterday and Today had Paul in this like coffin-like box. It's very weird. Go look it up. Um, and that whole cover had a lot of controversy too because it this bo- this coffin-like box thing replaced the original cover, which had the band in these like white butcher coats with decapitated baby dolls just like chilling around them, and and people like freaked out, and it was it was very weird. So that was what they replaced it with. Yeah. Um, also the cover for Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band, some people say, is a funeral. All the Beatles are dressed in black. There's freshly dug earth in the foreground, and then there's like yellow flowers in the front. So that's one thing. And then there's also these lyrics in, in Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. I, I wish we could play the clip, but Mike, our producer, doesn't want us to get sued by Paul McCartney. I would personally love to get sued by Paul. In any case, <laughs> Sarah's literally, like, come at me, please. I know. I'm like, I don't, I don't want Jesse, John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt to sue us, but like Paul McCartney, please. Sue that us. would really up our downloads. That would be people talking. They'd be like, what did they do to piss off the Beatles? Yeah. Exactly. We played um, ten minutes of his song, or not <laughs> even. <laughs> um, but but like they literally have these lyrics um, that says. Uh, let me introduce to you the one and only Billy Shears. Like they actually explicitly mm. say that. Other lyrics in A Day in the Life, there's he blew his mind out in a car, which they think again alludes to the car crash. Um, and then and then we get into like weird sorts of like, oh, if you play shit backwards and uh, I don't know, take a bunch of acid, it kind of <laughs> sounds like, that's what I was going to say. I feel like the conversation around this conversation was this is the one every motherfucker was on LSD weed and just a combo of things. So they're like, I played this record backgrounds. I'm like, no, you just left it on the floor and like you put like, like Wonder Bread on the mixtape and then just heard something. Yeah, it's, it's weird. But um, if you apparently play Revolution Number no. 9 backwards, there's a sound that maybe sounds like a car crash and a voice saying he hit a pole better get him to see a surgeon. Now listen, I tried to listen to this song. You can't, you can't. But I, but I did Google the lyrics and those lyrics are apparently, it's not even lyrics, it's like a recording of someone saying something. Um, or it's like from a movie, I don't know. But according to, I think, Genius, the the actual, like, words are, so the wife called me, and we better go to see a surgeon. I know, but I remember that was such a big thing. Like, I remember growing up, everyone was like, the Beatles records, if you play them backwards on vinyl, like, they have secrets, and they're going to tell you things. And I remember being, like, part of that, being like, oh, my God, what are they trying to tell us? Yeah. Also, like, who's listening to records backwards? Like, why do you know this? (laughs) Yeah, why, why did that occur to you? Exactly. Listen forwards, you stupid. That's how you're supposed to listen. 
stupid idiot. Stupid, stupid idiots. People. Yeah, that's like a stupid idiot. <laughs> yeah, that's apparently if you listen to it forwards. Apparently, if you play it backwards, people think there's a part that says, turn me on, dead man, turn me on. And I kind of want to, I'm going to play it, and then we can cut it later, because I don't care. Well, that sounds like a Nicki Minaj lyric. Turn it, me on, dead man, yikes. turn me on. So maybe you she was just... All right. Maybe the conspiracy Wait, Mike, is Nicki Can Minaj I play it? Play it! Play right, it! We're playing it. Mike's like, yeah, you can, I'll cut it, so I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> no, play it. All right, I think you guys get the gist. I heard turn me on Stedman, and now I'm feeling like we're in Oprah's All right. <laughs> Turn me on, Deadman. Turn me on, Deadman. Yes, it's definitely right. Then there's this part that says, if you play um, this part of I'm so tired backwards at the end, it says, Paul is a dead man. Miss him, miss him. And I actually literally remember this in middle school. So let's go for it. This one, you're going to have to listen really close. It's a little bit. Was this what your teacher was like showing you? Yes. Yeah. And, he, and he was literally. Does he still work at the school? Yes. I love this teacher. Yes. Let's see what we got. There was that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then. Or it's a dead man. Yeah. It's weird. Even backwards, they have an accent. It's weird. I, but the accent is. Or is a dead man. Yeah. I'm getting like a twinge of like a Jamaican accent there. Like I'm very confused with what I'm hearing. I love it. <laughs> There's also a part where if you slow down Strawberry Fields Forever, John Lennon supposedly says, I bury Paul. But he says he said cranberry sauce. Sure. Obviously. But I mean, why would you be talking about cranberry sauce? We're, we're over here talking about strawberries. But, <laughs> oh, well. I actually did hear cranberry sauce. You did? Yeah. Nice. So there was that. Go again. Want to go again? Okay. Yeah, it's like very subtle. All I can hear is the rary. Yeah, it's hard. I mean, we'll put the YouTube in the episode notes. You guys can like listen to yourself a million times. Um, but that's that, and I think it's pretty fun. Um, then there's there's like there's like even some more evidence um, outside of playing shit backwards. Um, this is one I remember actually from music class. <laughs> like, why I can't remember like actual math. <laughs> But I, I do remember people thinking um, come together was evidence. I mean, there's the obvious come together right now over me, which people think is like over a grave. Um, there's also those lyrics, he's got hair down to his knee, which my music teacher said was like a reference to how um, your hair can like keep growing after death. But that is actually a common misconception. 
Also, your nails grow. But that's a common misconception. I Googled it when I was researching this. And also, it's like the 60s and 70s. Everyone just had long hair. Valid. It's true. Um, The more, I think, the more interesting ones have to do with, like, photos um, uh, and the cover art. And this is where I sort of think that the Beatles, like, were totally into this. Oh, without a doubt. They're like Taylor Swift. They leave Easter eggs. Oh, yeah. Totally. Um, So basically in the cover for Abbey Road, um, John is wearing all white, which people think he's like the priest. Ringo is wearing black. He's either like the pallbearer, he's the pallbearer, people say, or like the undertaker. I read, pick your poison. Um, George is wearing this like denim getup. So he's the grave digger. And then Paul is not wearing shoes. Okay. So he's dead. Then on the cover of Magical Mystery Tour, they're in these like costumes. Paul's in the walrus costume. And apparently the walrus symbolizes death in some Scandinavian cultures. And also in that photo shoot, Paul's the only one in black and the rest are all in white. Maybe because everyone's saying that he looks, his ears look fatter. He's in black to lo- look thinner. He's slimming <laughs> his ears. Yeah. Slimming his ears. Everyone's like, my chest looks different. I need to slim down. Yeah. And then the last thing is that um, on Glass Onion, which is a song on the White Album, John Lennon sings, well, here's another clue for you all. The walrus was Paul. Ooh. And that's probably scratching the surface of this conspiracy. And um, I'm sure, I'm sure Beatles fans know a lot more, but I think those are the more compelling I wonder I want to know like what if like on his deathbed if anything will come out do you know what I mean yeah well, I mean there's, there's two for Billy Shears yeah. I'm trying to think because I saw Paul McCartney um I went to the Grammys for my 30th birthday Ooh. and what that's yeah, a- I got to be, I was like a seat filler, but I ended up having like this, I was sitting in these people's seats and they ended up like not coming back. But like Paul McCartney was there and at the end it was like him and I want to say Tom Petty, but I know it was him and Dave Grohl and somebody else huge. It actually might have been Bruce Springsteen. I'm trying to find Ooh. out who was there. And he, he looked like Paul McCartney. It was like when Adele won a bunch, she had just come back from her vocal surgery and she won like a bunch of everything. Oh. Oh, was um, it? I can't remember what year this was. Um, <laughs> but he looked like Paul McCartney. He was playing, like, I mean, this guy, Billy Shears, must also be like a really good musician because Paul McCartney fully still tours. Yeah. Right. He's like still releasing music too. Right. I mean, yeah. that's with all these body doubles is like they have to both look like the person and also be able to like play music or sing or whatever you think you think melissa can say hey hey you you i don't like your girlfriend i don't think so i don't think so and also skater boy i mean oof i'm i'm not gonna be listening to avril for the rest of the day i think that's what i've decided my day will be I just think this is so fun though. Like how fun because people like, because people that love the Beatles fucking love the Beatles. I'm like, what a fun little project to like have an excuse to like listen to all their albums and like decipher things and like pick out things and be like, let's play it backwards. Let's play it forwards. Let's speed it up. Like, could you imagine like it's just some guy whose wife or somebody is like, 
He's like, like, are you listening to the Beatles again? He's like, no, I'm trying to find out if they killed Paul. Like, I just I'm, can imagine this is like a fun project for Beatles fans. I'm convinced this conspiracy was started by Sarah's teacher. By Mr. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's his voice on all those recordings. <laughs> oh my God, maybe. Because he was like, you know what? I don't want to teach today. I'm just going to make some shit up. <laughs> I like love him so much. An icon, a true icon. Really um, an icon. I, I do really like this one. I think it's, I don't think it's true, but I think that they found out about it and like obviously decided to troll everyone, which I think oh. is genius and and great. I'm not, because that's the thing. They know people will feed into it and it will be such more of a thing with like, oh, did you hear that? And then, I mean, back then it didn't matter, but now for people to do that to be like, they get the streams up, but then I guess you're buying, everyone's going to be buying more of the music than to like listen to it. Yes. Hmm. That was awesome. I don't know. I like it. I feel, but I mean, like, I think the only one that really has the most um, uh, information and backing is Katy Perry and Tom Benet because the picture. <laughs> <laughs> the only one that really makes sense in my head. Oh, of course, of course. The most legitimate of all. The eyebrows. The eyebrows. Okay, no, it was it was it was Bruce Springsteen, guy from the Eagles, and um, Dave Grohl yeah. of the Foo Fighters. Okay, so I don't know, guys. I don't know. saw him. I saw him live. He looks very McCartney esque. McCartney as fuck, yeah. Nothing like a walrus. Well, and you know what? We need people. When you join the Facebook group, you'll be able to put your opinions on it but also i want to know because i feel like it'd be fun if we do more episodes like this if there's any celebrity i love this you're obsessed with that we missed besides these three let us know too because i could go down these rabbit holes for eons yeah this was super fun let us know nothing q anon put it in the group not another true crime group also dm us on instagram at natc pod and also please rate review subscribe wherever you're listening to us you can follow me on Instagram at Sarah Lamime. You can follow me at Cashmere Danny, Cashmere with a K. You can follow me at K Space B with a C. And thank you guys so much for listening. We will see you next time with even more fun content and episodes. It's going to be great. Betches.